Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hi, how are you? Welcome to episode 14 of the podcast. I'm recording this in mid-December, a bit closer to the episode coming out than I would like, but hey, this time of year is all a bit mad, isn't it? This week, I want to talk to you about your business strategy for 2022. Now, don't turn off thinking this all sounds a bit corporate. And didn't I leave all that strategy, planning, budgets, etc. behind when I left my job? I like to go with the flow here. Me too. But when you sit here this time next year, I want you to think, wow, 2022 was a great year for my business. The best yet. It was amazing. Don't you? And to do that requires a bit of thought and planning now. We're not going to leave this to chance. You don't need to spend hours and hours planning. And you definitely don't need spreadsheets, flip charts and marker pens. Unless you want to, of course. You can leave all of that to the corporates. In fact, I recommend a notepad, a pen and a glass of mulled wine. They're much better planning tools and definitely the ones that I use. So once you have that, you can get started. I like to divide this into three steps, starting with the what. What would a successful 2022 look like in your business? We all have different ambitions for our businesses. Global domination might be your goal, and I'm certainly not going to stand in your way. You might want to supplement your family income and be there for your kids. And that's a good goal too. You might be the main or only source of income for your family, so you need to earn a minimum amount, and ideally more than that. And it's important to remember that what a successful business looks like for you is different to what a success might look like to others. You set the rules here, remember. It's your business. So let's get back to the now and the planning. Start by writing down what success in 2022 would look like. I like to do this in terms of business revenue, earnings, time, impact, doing more of what you enjoy and less of what you don't enjoy, and anything else. Now, don't worry about scribbling them down. I'm going to go through each of these in turn. Business revenue is exactly what it says. How much revenue do you want your business to earn in 2022? That's the sales number. You may not care, and that's fine. You don't have to have a goal for every one of these categories. You might just want a bit more than 2021 so that you feel you're growing, and that's fine too. Or you may have a much bigger number in mind. At this stage, we're not putting limits on. Next is earnings. Earnings is the amount of money you actually take out of your business in the year. This should be less than your revenue because it needs to take into account the costs in your business. Again, our earnings ambitions are all different. You might need the money to support your family. Or you may be able to forego some earnings this year in order to invest more in your business to earn more next year and future years. 
you can have a range for this number, maybe a minimum amount, but then a bit more of circumstances allow. Next is time. Many of my clients have set up their businesses around other responsibilities, such as their family, or it may be that you have another job alongside your business. Be realistic about the amount of time you have, and just as importantly, want to dedicate to your business. If you're less constrained by other responsibilities, you may decide that 2022 is the year you are going all in, working more hours to build the business. And that's fine too. You have to choose the hours that work best for you and your circumstances. Nobody else. The next one was impact. Many entrepreneurs tell me that they're driven as much by the impact they have as by the amount of money they make. It might be the number of clients they help. It might be a type of client they help. Or it might be the way they help. I know, for me, I could probably earn more helping larger clients. But I like to work with solopreneurs or those with a small team. I get a real buzz out of helping those businesses grow. And it's my business, so I can choose who I work with. What do you enjoy and what don't you enjoy? This is, for me, a big part of running your own business. You get to decide what you do. If you look back over the past year, what kind of work have you enjoyed and want to do more of in 2022? And of course, what do you want to do less of? Either because you didn't enjoy it or it wasn't as profitable and therefore worth it. Are there things in your business that need doing but you don't enjoy? Perhaps your accounts. I know lots of people whose first outsourcing is a bookkeeper. Or even your website. You might want to think about getting someone else to do that next year. Just because you can do it yourself doesn't mean you have to. It's your business. I think that's my refrain on this episode, isn't it? <laughs> and then there's the anything else goal for 2022. I know, I know, it's a bit of a cop-out having a catch-all goal. But maybe there is something that you really want to achieve in your business. The cherry on the top. One of my clients, Fleur personal stylist, dressed Boris Johnson's wife Carrie for the G7 Summit in Cornwall this summer. Launching this podcast was a goal of mine for 2021. Is there anything you would love to achieve in your business this year? Just because. Okay, next step is to bring it all together and look at what that means for your business. Is it realistic? Yep, sorry, but we do have to look at that. <laughs> or how can you make it work? If you want to work a four-hour week, working one-to-one -one with clients, taking the school holidays off and earning half a million a year, then you're looking at an hourly charge of about £3,000. That might not be realistic. Or you might be able to get there with the help of a team and or some passive income. Let's start with the two most important goals. These are your two most important goals, not mine. If they are time and money, you might need to adjust who or how you help to make it work. If it's time and impact, then you may need to adjust the amount that you make. Let's look at some examples. Let's say you're a coach wanting to work a maximum of 30 hours a week, and you're looking to generate £80,000 a year. 
That's an average of about £2,000 a week. After spending time on marketing and admin, that's going to mean about 20 hours of client-facing time each week, which means you need to charge £100 an hour on average for 20 hours a week. What do you charge for one-to-one work? If it's less currently than £100 an hour, you're going to need additional income. How do you want to get there? Do you want to raise your prices? Do you want to add extra products like an online course, memberships, group programs that are more scalable so that earnings aren't restricted by your hours? Do you want to outsource and or bring on team members that can do some of the work, obviously for less than £100 an hour? Or actually, when you think about it, do you want to increase your hours and or reduce your revenue target? Let's say you're a massage therapist and need to bring in a minimum of £20,000 a year during school hours and working around children in the evening. You'd love to earn more and or work less, but you need that money to support your family. With school holidays, you have about 40 weeks a year to work. So that means £500 a week in earnings. And of course, your revenue needs to be more than that. What costs do you have? You might need to take a more risk-averse approach, looking at what you did last year and what tweaks you can make to get to that goal. Then, what else can you do to give you upside? Maybe the school day is for one-to-one clients, and in the evening you can work on marketing and developing some additional products to increase your revenue. And at the end of this process, ideally, you'll understand what it means in terms of the mix of products and or services you offer, and how much money you're looking to generate from each. How many one-to-one clients are you going to serve each week or month, and at what kind of price? Is this the same package as you currently offer, or is it different? Can you offer more and charge more, or upsell to increase that average revenue? What other services are you going to offer? either one-to-one, group programmes, or something more passive, like selling a product, online course, or book, for example. Do you currently offer these, or are they new? For me, I plan to offer an improved bespoke website package and therefore charge more in 2022. But I'm limited to the number of these I can take on each month, unless I improve my processes, get quicker, which is a goal, and or outsource some of the work. And that means in order to reach more clients and or build more revenue, I need to add other services. I already sell off-the-shelf website templates, which can, in theory, scale. But these didn't work quite so well in terms of scalability for me in 2021, so I need to relook at those. And I also plan to run a group programme next year. This is going to be all about what you can do to get your website to attract and convert clients. And it takes several goals for me. It's not so much about the money, although obviously I'm intending for it to be profitable, but it will enable me to help more entrepreneurs and small business owners. Helps them in a different way, and I'm hoping that it will also help bespoke website clients pull together what they need for their new website, making my process a little bit easier. What do you currently do that you want to stop doing or do less of? I know I stopped offering e-commerce website last year. There was a mix of reasons behind that. And I dream of one day outsourcing management of my inbox, but not in 2022. (laughs) What do you want to improve? I'm always looking at ways to improve my processes and client experience. 
And I've got a few ideas I'm going to be implementing in 2022. What about you? What does your business actually look like to get to your goals? What does it look like in terms of product offering, pricing and number of clients? What does it look like in terms of the hours you work? What does it look like in terms of what you do and what you outsource to others? Once we know what we want our business to look like, it's time to work out a plan of action. Because vision boarding is not going to get us there. We need a plan. We need to get from where we are now to that view of our business. What needs to change? Do you need to increase your prices? What do you need to do before you increase your prices? Are you looking to offer more value? What's that going to be? What does it look like? Do you need to do anything to get it in place before increasing your prices? If you're looking to attract clients who will pay more, does your brand currently reflect that? Or do you need to rethink your ideal client, your messaging, your brand voice and aesthetics? Does your website and or social media need an overhaul to reflect that? Yep, we're making a to-do list here. <laughs> Are you looking to introduce new products or services? What do you need to do that? Are you looking to drop some products or services you currently offer? Or even any clients? Is there anything standing in your way of doing that? Do you need to let existing clients know? Do you need to give them some notice? I always suggest you do anyway. Are you looking to outsource some of the things you currently do or need to do in the future? What are the steps to do that? Obviously, you need to find someone to outsource to. And you need to give them clear instructions about what you want them to do. Are you looking to improve any of your processes? Again, what are the steps involved? And what about that dream extra goal? What do you need to do to make it happen? Your list might be quite long. I know mine is. <laughs> and that's fine. We've got a year. Next, we need to order the list. What is going to give most bang for buck? By that, I mean what's going to be easiest to do that will give the greatest impact on moving your business to where you want it to be. I like to work on one area at a time. I'm very, very easily distracted. So if I'm working on more than one thing, then none of them get completed very quickly. If raising your prices is the thing that will give you most bang for buck, then prioritise doing that. The additional revenue from that can perhaps be used to outsource some of the things you don't want to do, or it doesn't make sense for you to do. Freeing up time to take on more clients, develop new products or services, or just spend time with your family. You can set out when during the year you plan to do each of these, or you can do it bit by bit, which is what I tend to do. I find it quite hard to look beyond the next quarter, to be honest. So I'll choose a few things from the list and have those to do in this quarter. Prioritising one of them above the others, of course. And of course, plans change. Throughout the year, things come up. 2020 and 2021 have shown us that we need to be adaptable. And sometimes we change our mind on what is important to us, what we think might get us there. That's fine too. 
I haven't spoken in this episode about how you're going to get the clients that make up that revenue goal. But last week, in episode 13, I talked about how to look back at the year just gone, see where your revenue has come from versus the effort you've put in. So take a listen to that episode if you haven't already. And episode five is another one worth a listen, all about using your website to attract and book more clients. So let's recap on how to set your business strategy and plan for 2022. Most importantly, I think it's worth sitting down with a pen, pad of paper and a glass of wine, or whatever takes your fancy. Away from the hustle bustle of Christmas, if you can, or in the new year. Obviously, you can do it at any point in the year. Think about what is important to you. What would a successful 2022 look like? This is your vision. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. What does that look like in practice? In terms of products or services you offer. Pricing. Kind of client you want to work with. What you do. And just as importantly, what you don't. And the hours you work. What do you need to change or do to get there? And what's your priority? What is going to be the easiest thing to do that will have the biggest impact on your goals? I now just add, schedule time in January to make that one happen, that very first step. Well, domination happens one step at a time. That's it from me this week. If you're listening to this when it airs, I wish you a very happy Christmas. I'm certainly hoping to spend it with family and praying that Omicron doesn't get in the way of that happening. And here's to smashing our goals in 2022 and celebrating our best ever year in business, this time next year. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.